Welcome to the Swiping Diaries. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Swiping Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Martins, and today I'm here with Billy and Melissa from My Little Black Book, which is a new dating app organizer. Billy, Melissa, hey, how's it going? Hi. Hey, hello. Thank you. So happy to have you here. And what I like to ask all my new guests onto the show is what is your favorite or preferred online dating app? Well, there's been so many over the years. Uh, I'm going to have Billy start because she's been married for several years. She's had success with the dating app. So let her tell you where she met her husband. And that was many years ago. And I'll tell you about my significant other now. Yeah. Perfect. So my apps were a little bit older. They're still out though. So they're tried and true. Well, two of them are. <laughs> um, so I actually was on um, me. Actually, I was on three, four total. So one of them was called No Cheaters. It was like a Christian, like, um, you know, dating site. Another one was um, Meetup from Meet Group. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was uh, Match.com. So I met my husband on Match.com. So my favorite one, oh, and the last one was Yahoo. That's how old, it's been 18 years, literally. They had Yahoo, it was like a direct messaging, like a dating thing, kind of like Facebook, but only on Yahoo. So I used to go, my two favorites were definitely Match and Yahoo, but it seemed like a lot of the same people were on the same apps. Um, It seemed like uh, the Meet Group app, and the no cheaters, I think they were on like the same, um, like the same company owned them. So I saw a lot of the same people on those apps. Okay. I felt the same way when I was at Penn State and I was on the trifecta, I feel, of college apps at the time, which were Tinder, uh, Bumble, and Hinge. And I felt the same thing. I'm like, haven't I swiped on you people already? But I am curious about this Yahoo situation yeah so So like how did you find people on there to direct message so it's just the way that it was set up at the time so what you would do it's kind of like aol had the same thing it was kind of like chat rooms is how it used to be before they had dating apps so everything was on a computer you didn't have phones so you weren't carrying around your dating apps, you know, so everything was on a computer. So that was the cool part. You could walk away and leave it mm-hmm. <laughs> and come back later. But um, yeah, so it was like chat rooms basically is what it was. Um, so you would go on there and you would see all these different types of chat room, different, you know, you would see like different uh, names from the rooms that were on there. You can go by location, you can go by points of interest, things like that. And it was always like the Yahoo user handle that was on there. So my same Yahoo user handle now is the same one my husband had. So we used to go, and that's actually how we used to communicate. We didn't even communicate with it, within the dating apps, really. Like we would do the initial contact and then we would go to the instant messaging feature through, you know, cause we weren't really texting then. They didn't have texting that we have flip phones. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is so funny. Did you have like the little avatar as well with your totally. username? I totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It was totally. Yeah. And it's so crazy that when Melissa and I were talking about this whole dating organizer, like I couldn't believe I was overwhelmed then. And I was able to walk away from my computer. I couldn't believe that so much time had passed and they still had to come up with a solution on how to organize your dating life. Because as a woman, it was chaotic. 
all of oh, the messages yeah. coming through and then Yahoo had the direct message. So then it wasn't a privacy thing. They could literally message you at any time and you would have to either block them or you would have to go incognito. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, Talk and about nowhere to organize it. So I was going to tell you my experiences. I was single and dating at the time Billy was when she was single. Mm -hmm. Then I got married and I got divorced. And here I am back years later, over 10 years later on the dating apps again. But like Billy, you know, the same issues were there. But now there's hundreds, thousands of dating apps, which were not available to us then. But again, it's still we have millions of you know people at our fingertips. Right. And right. talk about the overwhelming nature of that as well, where it's like, who did I talk to? How did I get in contact with that person? Was it this app, that app? I'm not quite sure. Well, that's so what led us to my little black book. Actually, Billy and I were having a conversation on the phone and I was on match.com, JDate, POF, which was definitely not my favorite. That had a lot of, you know, a lot of not, not my cup of tea. I will have to say that Bumble and match were definitely my favorite because you asked that question before. Mm -hmm. But that's how Billy and I came up with my little black book to begin with. It was a conversation that I was talking to multiple people at a time and I had no idea who I said what to. And I wrote the wrong thing to the wrong person. I was on the phone with Billy and I said to her, I wish there was a way that we can organize this. And then Billy and I came out with my little black book. That's we the ball started rolling then. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that so much. And I Loved looking through the video that showed kind of like the walkthrough of the app. My little black book is so flipping organized. At first, like with all the feet, we'll get into this later on in the episode, but with all the features, I remember when we were talking about it last time when we all met, I was like, how the heck are you going to fit all of that stuff into an app and without having that also be chaotic? But I think you did an awesome, awesome job. So would you be able to describe the experience of my little black book? Okay, well, I can tell you what the the experiences that we were looking for, because I have not been on the dating apps since we created my little black book. But we, what we're trying to do is you're on multiple apps, correct? Right. And obviously people have jobs, kids, and the whole nine yards. We're all busy, 24 hours a day, you know, someone's going. And so what we're trying to make the user experiences, make it more organized, as we said, but trying to take all these different apps or social media, it could be out and about, you meet people when you're out at a restaurant, it doesn't have to be on a dating app, it could be anywhere, okay, it could be meeting somebody at work. But when somebody's out there dating, you know, it's way it's a way to stream this and put this all to place it into one app. And not only are you able to make a date, but the things that pertain to that particular person where you met them, the conversation, those and anything blue eyes three cats they're a lawyer uh you can put those notes here because you mm -hmm. do meet you know if you're out there and you're really dating you meet a lot of people you don't remember who told you what which is how we got to where we are mm -hmm. once you so when you're on our app you put a big thing is safety huge thing with safety it keeps a lot of people up to see you know the dating apps and billy has her own experience with that and she can explain that to you and i've had my experiences as well um but Safety is huge. Okay. So when you download our app, there is actually a safety contact. So what you can do is I have my my mother, I have my best friend, you you put in a safety contact. So anytime you go out on a date, it automatically sends the information who you're with, where, 
what time, when you're meeting, when you're coming home, that information. So there is that safety issue. Plus, we've also integrated a lot more than that. Okay. Um, that's one issue that we wanted to, you know, to figure out. Um, we also we we wanted to make it easier for people to make dates, especially, especially men. <laughs> yes, you know, <laughs> they need you know, we lots wanna, of help. On the app, it's great, but you make a contact um and on the app you could you there's open table, there's Ticketmaster. We have a lot of great ideas that are coming down the pipeline. But right now, what you get on the app, you even have hotels.com. I'll tell you, my first boyfriend after my divorce was from Maryland. So we met on POF and he went and he made a hotel reservation. They came down to meet me, but you don't have, now you don't have to do that off the, you know, you don't have to do that off the app. Everything that you need is right there. And again, you know, we have so many more great things coming down the pipeline. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. And I think like, I just, when you talk about the safety, I think that is so huge and so important that that features there. I can't tell you like the number of dates I went on and I would sit there and like quick, like, thank God I had an Apple, like iPhone that I could quick, just send my location to friends and be like, Hey, I'm out with this person. Mm -hmm. Hopefully I see you in an hour. (laughs) Or if you don't hear from me in an hour, give me a phone call and I'm going to like, you know, fake leaving. And that's because there's an emergency. That's the really cool thing with our app where where it does the push notification for the check-in. It actually gives the exact geolocation and the person's name with some details. So God forbid, if anything does happen, that can go to the authorities. So they literally, literally have like, where's Waldo? It has like a little tracker on you just for the date. You know, you can opt in to have it on only when you're using the app and you can turn that off when you're not. So it's not like something that's on all the time. But the cool thing is, is you don't even have to think about it anymore. You know, like I used to do the same thing. I would take a picture of their license plate, send it to my roommate. And I think about everything that I went through just to make sure that I was safer. Like, you know, I had a second burner phone that I had, you know, I just went and got like a calling card type thing. It was like a throwaway phone. So that way I only use that for dating. That was the only phone number that I would give out. So they didn't have my real number and they couldn't do a search with a public phone number, find out where my address was, because that's what happened to me. So what? What happened? So they literally were calling my phone all hours of the night. I know they were outside of my apartment because my dog would go crazy consistently. And I had a really big boyfriend at the time who liked to fight and he was very good. He did like a lot of kickboxing and jujitsu. So yeah, he was waiting for it. (laughs) But um, yeah, it was very scary. And um, so when we were coming up with features to put on the app, that was a big thing. That was a sticking point for me because I know how important that is. And when you are living by yourself, that is the worst feeling in the world to know like you really are very vulnerable. So just just to avoid that altogether, let's just give a phone number where they can't track you. Then if you feel comfortable with that person, give them your phone number. You know, it's not that you're not going to, but it's about safety. 100%. I didn't, I didn't have that same experience as far as Uh, I was, well, I had the same experience similar to her, but I was not nervous about giving out my phone number. I didn't have, and Billy was very smart about that because I also, for about a year and a half, I was stalked by somebody who called me for a year and a half at one, two, three in the morning. And he would say, I don't want, nothing I want to say here, but very inappropriate conversation, you know, comments. And I called the police twice and the police couldn't do anything because he didn't threaten to hurt me. 
But the other thing I did is that many times, whenever I met, met somebody online, I would always, I went on People Finder, Spokio, anything, mug dot, mugshot.com, I even did that. And there was a few times where I would find somebody in a mugshot, uh, they're married, don't know they're married, they're married. I mean, you can find anything on the internet if you're really looking. So Billy and I decided that we were also going to be able to have the ability to do a background check on the app, which we did. Mm-hmm. So what does the background check entail? Like my background checks when I would, was looking up people on, mm-hmm. <laughs> when I before going on a date, when I would look people up, it would always be like, okay, let's check their LinkedIn and let, let's make sure they're not lying yeah. about their job. Let's make sure like, you know, they're not catfishing me. So let's go up and make sure. For sure. So you have to figure checks. all of that out. Yeah. So people looker is what we, that's our uh, partnership. Okay. So essentially what the user will do is we have a killer deal going on right now with the partnership. So it's like a dollar for a week for you to do background checks, even see if it's something you want to do. Right. Um, right. So essentially you go on, you pay whatever the dollar is. And it tells you if there is, uh, you know, any kind of liens on their property. It tells you if there's uh, any charges, felonies. Um, It also tells you if they have multiple uh, social media accounts, you know, things like that. Uh, Any, you know, any type of criminal history, anything like that, that that would, um, you know, throw a red flag. Another thing that's really cool is you'll be able to tell, and I've had this happen where I helped uh, a couple of people. One time I looked it up and it wasn't even that person's name attached to the phone number. It was like a girl's name that was attached to the phone number. It wasn't even their name. So that's already a red flag. It's like, why do you have your phone and somebody else's name? I mean, is your credit that bad? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why don't you have a phone? Uh, Another time was a hygienist actually that works with us now. She had, she's like, I don't know. There's something about this guy. And she gave me his phone number and I looked him up and he actually had two different felony charges for dating violence. Yeah. Oh my God. So it is, I can't stress this enough, how important it is to know who you're going out with. They might seem nice. They might seem charming, but so was Ted Bundy. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. And he was an attorney. (laughs) <laughs> you know, so he's I'm, like, you know, it was handsome, attorney, charming, you know, you really just have to check. And that's the thing. Somebody like Ted Bunny had a history also that was actually documented. So it's like, you know, just because you feel like they're nice and they're cute and they have a good job, just just do yourself a favor and, and protect yourself, whether it's with us or any other service that you might be partial to. Yeah, 1000 percent. Everybody's safety is of the utmost importance. Mm-hmm. And so I know you were talking about earlier how you help with, you know, putting together a date, especially the first date. Um so because of the safety feature, like what kind of dates could people potentially pick out with using the app? They thousands. So you know, you there's a couple of different, it's really infinite, right? It's like Starbucks. You go in there, you know, you have like so many different options. You know? <laughs> um, so essentially what, what needs to happen is, is the users go in, they could use either open table and that will tell them all the area restaurants that are around them. So they could pick by, you know, what type of food do they want American? Do they want Asian? You know, what, what are they looking for? So it will give them the restaurants in their area, but if they're like, ah, I don't want to go through open table, they can actually do manual. So we have the geo tracker set up for the app that if they put in their area, 
it's you can they can manually set up a date so wherever they want so they can either go through you know open table or they can go ahead and make a manual date um, in their geographic location they can also uh, book an event so we have the partnership through Ticketmaster they could do that um, and again if they you know you know you want to date smart. Uh, if you know you're going to be out and you're going to be drinking, you shouldn't drive. You can get a hotel in the general area where your hotel is. So it's really like just curating the perfect date for whoever you're going out with. So, you know, if it's like a first time date, obviously you're going to open table would probably be a good option to kind of see the dollar, the price points, yes. and the, uh, you know, and then as it gets, you know, to be more serious and you can really start kind of, you know, venturing out. But the planning of the date and the safety, everything is integrated into one app. So it's a one-stop shop for you to, you know, after you make your date, you're on your way to your date, you do your safety check-in. When the date's over, you do a safety checkout and say you're either still out on the date or, you know, you're at home. And then you can also rate your date, which is a really cool feature. So then the users get to know like, okay, you know, I thought this app was working better for me, but it actually looks like this app is working better for me. So it actually helps the user to really understand what ways they're meeting the most quality people for them. That is so cool. And I love too, like the notes feature afterwards where like, you know, you go on your date, not only can you rate it, you can also put in notes afterwards mm -hmm. of like, oh, like this person like ate with their mouth open or whatever other pet yeah. peeve under the sun mm -hmm. that this person had. Also, what's cool, I remember when we last spoke was um, the ghostability score. I hope, am I saying that right? Yeah, so oh, not yet. That That is on there. We're collecting the data for that now. So we haven't implemented it yet. But what we do ask is if you cancel a date, we ask why. So a lot of people, they don't ask that question. So we want to know why. I don't know why, you know, it's anonymous. Obviously, we're not going to tell the other person you're going on the date with, but we really want to kind of get to the bottom of it so we could be their dating wingman and kind of maybe give tips and trades and things like that on, you know, I've, I listen, I'm guilty of it. I'm sorry, but I am. It's like you're Thanks. getting along with somebody and you're like a couple of weeks, let's say it's a talking and then you're ready to go on this amazing date. And they do something that like for me personally, everybody's different. But for me personally, I never look at what I wanted it in person. I looked at what I can't. That is a hard line in the, in the sand for me. And if they hit that, I just I wouldn't go on the date. Now, I was a lot younger. I wish I would have been more responsible at the time. But I was like, there's no way I can't even get past this. Like, I can't even get past it. And I don't want to hurt their feelings either. So it would be, I think, a good way if. Our users say, okay, this is why I didn't go on the date. And here is X, Y, Z. It would be great to let the community as a whole know, hey, these are things that happen. And this is why, you know, certain people ghost, you know? So we just want to get to the bottom of why it's happening. And for that same reason, Ashley, we also have a, a patent pending bucket system where you can put people into categories. We have potential, hard no, um, and, yeah, you know, for some, some people out there just looking to have fun. You know, right. I mean, we're all out there for different reasons. I was in I was there for something more serious, uh, but you can categorize them uh, from potential uh, hard. No, Billy, I'm, I'm having a brain <laughs> uh, just for fun. It's a potential hard. Exactly. And they and and within the app, I mean, once you're once they're in the app, you can move them from bucket to bucket. But that also helps organize, organize these people. Totally. So who can use this app? Like, do you have to be in a specific area geographically? Is it open yeah, internationally? Everyone. 
We, we already have it um, actually international right now. We have people in India. We have people in the UK. We have people in Australia. So, yeah, we have people using it all over. We didn't plan on it being global yet, but it just kind of took off that way. But you don't need to you know, you, the user needs to download it, but if you're making a date, the person you're making a date with does not need to be on the app. That's what's cool about it. It's That's not like so if nice. you're on Bumble, you both need to be on Bumble. So this isn't like that. This is completely independent. This is just an organization productivity app for the users, just for them to keep track and just, you know, have fun dating. That's right. Equivalent to like what some people would have had like a spreadsheet years ago, you know, yes. they don't need that anymore. This is all digital. We don't need spreadsheets. <laughs> so that's, and and Billy, this is your, your wingman, your dating wingman, correct? Yeah, it is. That's our favorite Literally way to is your digital it. wingman. I mean, when you go out with ladies, we have it. I mean, I was chronically single here in South Florida. I always had a wingman. I needed somebody. <laughs> yeah. You need someone to like back you up and be your cheerleader too on the side. So yeah. I get it. Yeah, there, yeah. So that's pretty much what we try to be just your digital wingman, dating wingman in your pocket. I love that. And like, it just blows my mind. Because when I met with both of you, and you talked to me about the app, too, like, I was just thinking how, how did something like this not exist before? Like, how come like, how did these other dating apps like not figure it out, but you figured it out how to make everything just like come in one place, be so easy to use not get people like me who always got confused with the different apps and matches or whatever, mm -hmm. not get them confused. So thank you from society. <laughs> <laughs> so have you had, have you like talked to any of the users yet with any like yes. best stories or? Yes, absolutely. We have we just had a lot of amazing reviews. We really? have, yeah. Unsolicited absolutely. reviews. Yeah. Um, I think that, well, last, we did a podcast last week and we actually had a user come on. So we would love to come back on here. What, if you'll have us, of course, Yes, and of course. one of our users on, and she just absolutely loves the app. So it's really cool to see stuff like that. Um, you know, we reached out to her and we were like, Hey, we're going to do some podcasts. You love the, you know, the app so much. Do you mind coming on? And she was like, absolutely. So yeah, it was really, really cool. So she would love to come on. I'm sure. Yes, I'd love to have her. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so have you like, what's the demographic so far of the app? Have you been like seeing more like men using it? Women? I'm Crazy enough, women. Really? By a lot. Hmm. I feel I like know. I would have thought it's men. The opposite. It's the inverse for how many are on the actual dating apps. But I think the reasoning it's more women is because they get more inundated with the men contact absolutely them. right that's a good and then the safety aspects of it yeah so it's really weird that was very surprising we thought for sure it would be the men but it turned out so far to be the other way which is pretty surprising but cool now speaking because you mentioned you know women with the safety aspect and yes men have that concern as well but i don't know about all men but i can tell you that my boyfriend um, what he I've been with him while we were developing this. And he said to me, one of his biggest issues with online dating is that 70, 75% of the women would not give out their phone number. So he's like, well, I'm, you don't want to give me your phone number. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How am I supposed to go on a date with you? And that was his issue. So, you know, this app is for men and women. Mm -hmm. Totally. Anybody out there dating. Mm -hmm. So do you then get notifications in the app from like, let's say someone on Bumble messages you, do you get notifications on my little black book about 
hey, no. this person reached out? No, no, no. So our app is, like I said, is independent. So most of the chats happen in the text threads. So this is designed when you get to that point of it. Okay. This is okay. beyond the vetting process. So you pretty much vetted. You're now texting. You're texting for a week or two. Now you're kind of like, okay, let's go ahead and go to the next step and go on a date. So that's what this is more for. Cause that's really where all the confusion starts. Right. Cause if you're in the dating apps, you already see who's messaging you and when they're messaging you. So we decided to focus on what's happening outside of the app and nobody else has really done that. So we're like, okay, so let's focus what's going on outside of the app. Cause that's a whole nother underbelly of, um, you know, life <laughs> of its own that's going on. Um, you know, real face-to-face dates or social media dates. It is so funny how different the interactions are, right? If you meet somebody out and about at a bar or at a restaurant, as opposed to being behind the keyboard. So we're trying to address all of them, all, all of the users. I know from my experience, when I used to come home from work, I would go and I was on at least three to five different apps. And I would get home and I have so much stuff going on, my son and work and getting cooking dinner. Right. And I would have to go on Bumble, off Bumble, on match, off match. And 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 I remember, okay, there was a guy here I went to talk to, there was a guy here I went to talk to, there was a guy there. It was exhausting to go yeah. on and off the app. So I don't have to do that because all the, I opened it up, all the information is there. But remember, I have their contacts already. Okay. The contacts, once you've had their contacts on your phone, it all gets, you know, you can auto populate it onto the app, but at least they are all there. Like I can't remember. Okay. I want to talk to Steve tonight, but I don't remember what app he's from. So I'm going down all the apps to see which one he was from. (laughs) Right. And like, that's like what you're addressing here. Like that is the hardest part because then you don't have like a picture to really like match, like the name to the face too. So it's like, I have like five Jacks on my phone and I don't know which Jack is the one I actually want to talk to. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, you best believe I messaged the wrong one. <laughs> and you can upload the photo also. Yeah. I mean, I would take a snapshot from the profile and put it into my phone. You can auto-populate that into the app as well. So when you do open up the app and you have like five, 10, I mean, the average American, the average user has 11 or more contacts at one time. Mm-hmm. You can take every one of those pictures and put it onto the app. Yeah, you just import it in. Everything's importable. That's what's really mm-hmm. cool about the app. So we're trying to take the work out of it. So you can either A, depends on who, you know, everybody has a different way they use, you know, the user experience is different for many. So we try to address how each person uses an app individually. So you can either import the information or you can cut and paste it, or you can put it in manually. It just depends on, you know, what exactly it is you're looking to do and how you work best. So we try to address each way that somebody would put the information in. I love that. That's awesome. Cool. Oh, I remember what I was going to say earlier is about the ghost ability score thing. And I just think it's so cool that I feel like no one else has really taken the time to do some like scientific research behind ghost ability. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because like how, why do people ghost? I have no idea. I have no idea. So I think it's really cool that you're doing that. I mean, we want to we want to weed out the habituals, right? Because it does a lot of psychological damage. So when you yeah. see somebody that's consistently coming up and they're consistently ghosting, you know, users, I mean, at that point as a company, we have to decide, is this somebody we're going to keep there? Are we going to reprimand them? Are we going to give them a warning? You know, how are we going to address it? Because we can't allow that. It's not right. It's It's damaging people psychologically. And as a company, we have to take a stand somewhere. 
I love it. So have you decided on like what the repercussions are or not yet? It's until. No, after. no, everything is still. Yeah, we've discussed it. But, you know, as we develop the app and it progresses more forward and we add the panic button and, you know, we add the ghostability scale, you know, those are things that we definitely have to hammer out. But there will definitely be repercussions for sure. So cool. It's about time someone stands up to the ghosting. My God. It is about I mean, time. the thing is, is we want to make it easy for them too, right? So we've discussed like giving them little outs, like instead of them having to type it or whatever, just hitting one prompt and saying, sorry, I don't think this is going to work out or just clicking it. And then it goes in the hard note button and then the, the notifications stop, you know? So we're trying to figure out a way to make it easy where you can communicate and then stop the communication so there's not a back and forth about it. You know what I mean? It's like, this is the decision. This is why I made the decision. And that's that. Kind of like when you fire people. (laughs) I hate to put it like that, but it's like you do. I mean, you you kind of say this is what's happened and, you know, this is where we are. And this is just not it's just not a good fit. You know, when you go and you let somebody go, you don't ghost them. Right. You know, you, you give the respect and everybody deserves that. Snaps to that. I love the automated not ghosting, ghosting option. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. So um, was there anything else from the app you wanted to share? Because then I wanted to see if either of you had any um, like crazy or funny dating experiences you wanted to share. Oh, geez. <laughs> my, well, my scare, well, my, scary one was the one that I was, um, you know, kind of stalked by phone. Funny. I don't think I've ever been ghost. I mean, not ghosted in person. Yeah. I've had people disappear online. Um, and then of course I've had the people show up and they're nothing like they say or look. And I mean, I think we've all had that. I've had the, (laughs) you know, these are all the common ones. These These are the, you know, debacles that everyone talks about. So the other one is writing the wrong thing to the wrong person. I was on dating sites for quite a few years for us to get to where we are now. So I've had just about everything. Mm-hmm. I had a guy. Oh, my gosh. I, I got several. OK, where do we even start? Go so, off, Billy. <laughs> first of all, we used to give them names, right? So I had names for everybody. I was dating some guy. He was a physicist. He was actually a quantum physicist. And he was in uh, California. And uh, he was like a professor at UC Berkeley years ago. We're not giving any years, so we don't like out who the guy was, but super nice guy. But we, <laughs> he wanted to talk about quantum physics all the time. Like, I love Ooh. science, but that was, I kept telling him my brain hurts. <laughs> I had to ghost him. Talk about the simulating <laughs> conversation oh, right there. <laughs> I mean, it was cool, like the first 10 or 15 minutes, because you really get to, you know, get in. But you you would think the guy was a surfer at one point. So I'm thinking, okay, there's going to be some coolness that comes out here, but it never happened. So I had to ghost him because it was like every time we got on the phone, he was at the lab. He was talking about it. I was, I was like, okay, so I'm done with that one. So we, I called him a physics guy. And then my husband's nickname was Nuke Guy. Then I was started because he works in nuclear medicine. Oh, then, oh I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> and then I was talking to this one guy. He was an accountant. And it's so crazy. Kind of like the pictures, right? Like they look, look totally different. But this was the personality. So on the phone or on the keyboard, the best personality. We went out to dinner. It was, the, I literally 
told him I had to go to the bathroom and I left. I was there for 20, 30 minutes trying to make, it was like, no pun intended, because we work in dentistry, <laughs> pulling teeth. And I was just like, this is the most weird and awkward, you know, date that I had ever been. I mean, it was to the point that I was getting creeped out. Like it was that odd. And oh, I said, no. okay, yeah, so I got to go. So I did that. Um, oh, How's that feel? I've never like done that before. I've like seen it happen in movies and stuff, but I've never actually done one it. One and only time I did it. The one and only time. Were you scared? I- I was nervous. Yeah. But I was like, it's either this, I, I, it's like, you know, you have to weigh your options at that point. Do you want to hurt somebody's feelings that you really don't know? Or do you want to make sure you go home safe? Yep. Safety is always the priority. It doesn't matter what other people feel. (laughs) Yeah. Your safety is most important. Yeah. It wasn't an easy decision, but I had to. That that does remind me of a really great situation I was in. I was living back in Long Island. That was probably about in 2000. I don't want to say I don't want anybody to know my age. (laughs) I'll hold that out. But I was talking to three different Johns. And I remember, you know, like going back and forth. It's on a Friday. All three of them asked me to go out with them. But I didn't know who I was talking to. I didn't have the the picture of each John in my phone to know who I was talking to. So at some point I had to with I had to break the plans because I had temp- tentative plans with with all three of them. So I, with two of them, I had to break the plans and then I kept the other one and I had no idea who I was going to meet that night. So I was like, it was like, a, it was like, you know, a crapshoot. <laughs> so I show up to the, I, I meet this other guy, I show up at this, my favorite Japanese restaurant. I canceled the other two I walked into the Japanese restaurant with one guy and one of the guys that I canceled on was walking out. <gasps> yes. yeah. oh, I'll never forget my that. God. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, these things happen. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I love how you were playing John roulette that night. <laughs> well, I kind of played Steve roulette. That's how we ended up with the app. I was just talking to three different Steve's. I'm an avid data. What can I say? <laughs> I was going to say, do you have like a, a strategy where it's like, you know what? Now's the time. I'm going to go for Steve's this time. John's didn't work out, but Steve's, that's the one. Well, I'm with somebody <laughs> now, but if I had anything, I would, I wish I had my little black book. It would make my life so much easier. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That is too funny. Yep. I'm sorry. It's a numbers game out there. And not everybody wants to get serious. When I was dating, I wasn't looking to settle down. I mean, I was dating like it, it's funny because everybody goes on these dating apps uh for different reasons. Some people are looking for a husband. I wasn't. I just was like, let's just see what happens. I just yep. made men rule it. <laughs> Any, anyone'll do. <laughs> but it's like, you know, you you for me, I was going on there. I had no expectations at all. Um and I happen to meet my husband. I think I really feel like that's when it happens, you know, when you don't put that pressure on yourself and you're just having a good time and they're all going either in the hard note bucket or the just for fun. Some of those just for funds end up in the potential. Yeah, exactly. That's how I felt too when I was dating around. And actually I ended up like, I got, I was going through waves actually, because I felt like I saw all my friends at one point, like getting significant others from the apps. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what the hell's wrong with me? Why am I not getting anybody? Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I'm going to really try hard. And then, yeah, that's when it just, everything just went downhill. Mm-hmm. We had the really creepy people because I feel like I then like let more people in. Yes. And I feel like I went up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does. 
And it's weird because you would think like when you don't care, that's when the vetting process would like, you know, cease to exist at all. But that I feel like that's not the case at all. It's when like I'm it trying. wasn't for me. I had a roommate. We used to sit there and crack up. We had wine. We're like, all right, let's go on the apps tonight and see what kind of trouble we can get. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so we would sit there and it would take literally 30 seconds before we have somebody, um, you know, flash their themselves. It took no time. <laughs> literally. All you had to do is ask. <laughs> or not. I love it. it. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And you could tell, too, by the profile pictures, which one would do it. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But My- that's what I mean. Like, I was I wasn't serious. It was kind of like... <laughs> You already know they're going to be creepy. So might as well, it's just, you know, we'll block yeah, it when we're done. <laughs> yeah, just have fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. So Billy and Melissa, thank you so, so much for coming on this episode of The Swiping Diaries. Where can people find you and my little black book? Sure. Yeah, we are on all the social media platforms. We are on uh, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook. You can check us out at www dot mlbb dot rocks or you can uh download us exclusively on the google play store awesome and if you don't already know by now follow the swiping diaries on instagram tiktok and twitter at swiping diaries if you have a fun story you want to share email me at swiping diaries at gmail.com and visit the show's website at swiping diaries podcast.com awesome thanks everyone see you later thank you thank you You're welcome.